one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Poddiva. Pod I'm Rachel Shelley and this is Poddiva. If you're an LGBTQIA plus woman or non-binary person, this is your weekly podcast. A football frenzy is sweeping across the continent, whipped up by the women's Euros. Brockwell United is a club for women, non-binary and genderqueer people that's putting inclusivity and accessibility into practice. Diva's roving reporter Molly Smith spoke to Dean all about this South London football club and the pretty special atmosphere it's built up. Come on, you swans. Bad Diva. So I'm here with Dean from Brockwell United FC to talk about inclusivity in football. Firstly, what I'd like to know is how you got involved with the club. Absolutely, yeah. Thanks so much for having me. I'm a big fan of Diva and it's great to be talking to you. I, like a lot of people in our club, didn't play football at all growing up. It wasn't necessarily that, you know, I was looking to really get into like adults football and got into this from being younger at all. Um, it was actually kind of in lockdown. It was near the end of 2020 when things were kind of opening up again. I was just looking for something to do, really. You were allowed to do stuff outside at the time, but not indoors. So I was thinking like a sports group would be a good way to just meet people and do something different and fun. Um, I think life was becoming a bit monotonous during lockdown. Uh, I lived in Brixton at the time, so I was just googling grassroots sports clubs in Brixton I came across Brockwell United immediately just from the website and the Instagram and the pictures of the players and things like that it looked like a really fun football club I found out quite quickly that you didn't need any experience in football to play with them they had a training session just up the road from where I lived on a Monday night I didn't own football boots I didn't own a football I didn't have anything I think I popped down to Sports Direct and bought a football to sort of kick around the park with my sister before going along just to make sure the first time I kicked a ball wasn't yeah. at this at this training thing like I promise um, I know what a ball is <laughs> yeah, yeah like I know how to do this <laughs> like trainers haven't done anything like this before and just had so much fun it was really beginners friendly you can't necessarily always take for granted when you're meeting a bunch of like oh. strangers in the middle of lockdown had first training on a on a Monday the match was on a Wednesday I went along to my first match on a Wednesday like just threw myself in had a ball so to speak had a great time so yeah <laughs> from my personal experience sometimes with the more traditional setup of clubs even if they don't mean to on purpose it does exclude quite a lot of people like it excludes yes. people who don't have football boots like the thing that caught my eye about well it being very upfront about saying that like this is a safe place for women non-binary people yes. gender queer people of all abilities because sometimes you do have to say that Otherwise, people won't know. There'll be a bunch of clubs out there that think, oh, we've got no problem with anyone joining. But you think, well, you need to do a bit more than that. You can't just 
put that on other people to mm. Mm. feel comfortable in your space. I would completely agree. And I'm really proud that Rockwell kind of walked the talk as well. Like we don't just have that line on our Instagram and our website saying, you know, non-binary players welcome or whatever. Like it, we genuinely put that into practice. So at the beginning of every training session, we all stand in a circle, we introduce ourselves, we say our pronouns, even if like you're not non-binary, you still need to say your pronouns. It's really important for people to to show that it's not the norm that everyone there identifies as a woman or uses she or her pronouns. We make a real effort during games and things like that. Like if we're mentioning a player of another team, like block them or, you know, mark them. We try to always make sure we're using that inclusive language and not using she, her immediately about players of other teams. We like play in tournaments that donate money to LGBT charities and foundations and things like that. We've even like on the back of our new football kit, which we'll talk about later, we've got the progress flag there that shows inclusion of black and brown members of the LGBT community and got like little trans colors on it yeah it's a lot more than just saying that we are inclusive which is important we actually have to put it into practice when I talk about not necessarily football but the work I've done in other sports as well having conversations with people where I'm just like well just because you've got a door there that anyone is allowed to walk through Mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean that everyone can and will you have to be a bit more active in the process which is what really caught my eye about Brockwell it's good to hear from the inside that it is from like Instagram like I gauged that it was more than just a line on the website I don't know how to describe what I liked about it but it was just like a general vibe (laughs) a really like lovely club I don't know how to explain it though because I haven't got anything objective to say about what made me feel that way no I think it's it's really it's, I mean I'm sure our social media officer Sophie will be really chuffed to hear you say that but like we are conscious about what we put on Instagram like we don't tend to say what our scores are after games and things like that you know we don't necessarily put you know you'll see on some clubs Instagrams like every other post which is absolutely fine if that's what they yeah. want to do is you know it'll say like 3-1 and it'll say you know this was our result last night at the league blah, blah 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 if we do put up a post after a league game it's generally us and the other team all with arms around each other or whatever um we don't focus on scoreline and things like that our posts are just about us having fun us getting together with other teams us having fun in the league and things like that like it sounds cheesy but like yeah. it, that genuinely is our focus as a team we're not we're not using our Instagram to show up that we're like amazing at playing football and winning games. Someone who's done sport, like all of the things that I've ever done the best, I've done when I've been enjoying them anyway. I don't for a second believe that everyone on the team is like not fussed about winning to the point that you would just turn up. Would you be able to shine a light on what it feels like to play on a team whose ethos is about the game rather than the competition I'm assuming that doesn't mean that there is no competitiveness no no I'm sure a lot of our, our teammates are very competitive people <laughs> still and like at the end of the day it's still sports like you still get yeah. into it because of that thrill of how are we going to do today who are we up against you know we'll we'll have yeah. those fun chats before you know I'm, I'm mostly playing our Sunday league and you know I love those sort of Sunday afternoon chats we get together before a game we're like right you know what teams are we playing against today where are they in the league oh they're top of the league but it's all done with fun focusing on the game rather the competition it's about treating it like a game you know obviously we do have that slightly competitive edge and I, lo- I love our little halftime chats we have where we all huddled up and we're like yeah. right you know let's put you in the front because you've been scoring really well and or you know this person can come up and put them on but we don't really have a coach our games like we make all our decisions as a team in our games we're never ever going to say like right you need to come off because you're not pulling your weight in this game or anything like that like we've never done anything like that as a club it is thrilling when we win and it is it is you know it makes those post-game trips to the pub that much more fun when yeah. we feel like we've when we got a few good <laughs> goals in or like I, I play as goalkeeper so I, I love those games where I get a clean sheet at the end and have a any goals and like of course yeah. there's that yeah. feeling but that isn't what's motivating us to get up and 
go meet everyone you know like if you value the score too much then the doors you're opening by including everyone <laughs> then gets narrower and narrower and narrower because yes you're extending for a different reason I completely agree with that and sometimes sometimes I do have those feelings after a game where so like on Sundays we'll sometimes play like two games back to back and there will be weeks occasionally where we do lose both of them and it is like a discouraging feeling but I as I'm walking away from the pitch I often think well what would the alternative be the alternative would be like demanding that people who play turn up to the practice earlier in the week it would be you know demanding that everyone like sticks to a fitness regimen some teams in London will say if you're a new player you need to come to five practices before you can play a match we have nothing like that we're like if you want to turn up to one practice and play a match that weekend honestly like we're happy to have people signing up for games like come along you know we don't lose loads but when we do I think well There are ways, obviously, to be top of the league and to be winning every single game. But like you said, that does end up closing doors to people who are lower ability or who just have different requirements in terms of turning up. You know, we have players who have children who are carers demanding that people are available on the same night every week or whatever. It's not accessible to everyone. So we want to keep as many doors open. And honestly, I think we're all the better as a club because of it. Yeah. Is everyone sort of friends Oh my gosh, absolutely. It's why people like people, you know, that that sort of phrase, like, you know, you come for the football and stay for the friends. But that was genuinely my experience. Yeah. I started playing during lockdown because I wanted to do something fun outdoors during lockdown. I had no idea, like, the kind of friendships I would build. Genuinely, like, some of my best mates who live in London, I've met through Brockwell. It's such a good vibes team. And that also comes from the fact that we're not critical of each other. We don't sit down after a game and say, why did you miss that goal? Can you imagine if, like, after you know my first few games you know we had people sitting me down or something saying you know why did you let that goal in in the second half I would feel devastated yeah and you might not have come back yeah I wouldn't have come back or if I did I wouldn't have wanted to be friends with people we're very uncritical of each other we're just supportive and we're on a team you know for as an outsider I think that might be what came across on the Instagram feed because mm. a lot of the times when the Premier League clubs release their new kit it's very much it's quite a regimented photo arms behind the back <laughs> square mm. on the camera there are some where they smile and like do a goal celebration and little <laughs> things like that it's quite formal and quite like clinical obviously you guys have recently got a new kit those photos you all do seem like a group of friends who just happen to be wearing the same clothes yeah yeah I'm so glad that came across yeah so um Lucian who's one of our team a really good friend of mine uh, was the photographer for that and they'll be very happy to hear that that's what came across in their pictures we had such a fun day shooting those Lucian turned up with this beautiful film camera we had a lot of kit on we filmed it just before our fifth birthday party um, we're having like a big party for five years at the club and we had a kit shoot just before and we were all bubbling with excitement yeah, one of my biggest reflections of those pictures is that it really captured that feeling of those halftime conversations we have. We're playing a 40-minute five-a-side game. We've got five minutes in the middle. And maybe we're two goals down, maybe we're three goals up. And we're just like, right, what are we going to do in the second yeah. half? You know, then someone will mention, oh, where are we going for the pub afterwards? Or someone will say, you know, mention that they know someone on the other team. And it's just fun. Like, it's just good vibes at our matches. And I'm really glad that came across in the pictures. And that is genuine. It's not something we had to act. Yeah. I promise none of us are that good actors. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So you haven't got like a really long history in football if you've started in the pandemic. Do you know people that have played for other teams and moved to Brockwell? Well, our club was actually founded by someone who I think moved to London. She's unfortunately left left London now, but when she started the club in 2017, I think she moved to the city. She wanted to find some football to be involved in and she tried out a few beginners clubs or clubs that kind of marketed themselves as beginners friendly and found out that they really weren't. They were very critical or they had big barriers until beginners could actually you know, be trusted to play matches. And that's why she started Brockwell as a club, really, that wouldn't have those barriers. Because Brockwell's a five and seven aside club, and I've tried out um, a couple 11 aside clubs in London. And the energy is extremely different. Like it's, you know, you've got a coach and it's hierarchical and there are captains. You have to win or you have to be trying your best. And if you're not, you're going to be benched. The atmosphere can be really, really different in other clubs. Unfortunately, the ethos we have at Brockwell is not universal in football clubs. I'm really hoping that a lot of clubs are moving in that direction. No, you're absolutely right. I went to, I won't say well, what team, <laughs> but I did a similar thing. Well, I haven't played football in years. I played at school. Mm. It was quite fun. I'm terrible at running, but would like to be good at running. And apparently the only time I'll run is if I'm chasing something or being chased. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I was like, oh, maybe I should like look back into football. And in the first session, everyone was sat down and was like, if you're not going to be free on like Mondays for training, Wednesdays for fitness and Sundays for matches, they were pretty much like, don't bother. Don't bother. Yeah. I was looking at my diary and I was like, I might be free on those days, but if I can't commit, I genuinely never went back. Really, I mean, you think about the kind of people that excludes, it excludes people, A, who like have shift work or jobs that aren't very predictable. It excludes people with kids who, again, it's not necessarily going to be predictable. It excludes people who are carers. I'm not saying universally, but it can be. And also, like, it excludes kind of people who might, who might suffer with, like, mental health problems and who are not necessarily going to feel up to it every Monday. I mean, I even know that, like, during the winter, it's a lot harder for me to motivate myself to go to practices because it gets dark at 4 p.m. And by yeah. 7 p.m., it's been dark for three hours and you're just feeling a bit miserable. You're like, and, like I should like, be in pyjamas right now. <laughs> yeah. And if, or maybe you've had a long 
horrible day at work. And if you feel like you have to show up or else you're going to lose your spot on the team, it's not the environment that I would want to be in as a player. And it's not the environment that we're pushing at all. And it might work for some clubs. I'm not saying that it doesn't work for anyone, but it's not how we do football. Yeah, some clubs have a completely different goal in mind. You know, I understand that for some clubs there is a pressure if you're like, profit-driven or results yeah, of course. or really relying on sponsorships that only want to sponsor people at the top of the league table. The irony is, is if the environment was more welcoming and I felt like I was just going to go and hang out with my friends, yeah, a much better chance of getting me there. But the moment that I just feel like if you slip up once, you just think, oh, it's not really worth the risk, is it, to even attempt like a relationship in this club? Uh, yeah, it's just nice to hear from the inside because <laughs> inside that that is sort of what the experience is. You know, these things can be easier said than done. It does take work as a team to cultivate a very beginners friendly and a very inclusive atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. And of course, there are days where you might think oh, it would be nice if we had a bit more consistency with who's turning up. or that. But it's not what we are as a club. We're a club yeah, where yeah. you turn up, you play, we live in the moment, we play in the moment, we have fun. If you turn up, super, you know, if you're there, we play with who's there. And it's great because you meet so many different people. I've met people from all different ages. We have players aged, you know, 18 to to 50 in our club, you know, and you just meet people from all walks of life. It's a benefit, really. You've recently got some new kits designed by Donatella Esposito. I'd never heard of them before. Okay. I love the kit so much. Yeah. I've been doing a bit of filming for Capital Girls League, which is like young people's football. I think it's the largest league in London. The chairwoman and I always talk about how difficult it is to like be expressive in that environment. You have to dress in kits, which is fine. But a lot of the kits, there's very little thought. It's like, well, we'll have whatever kit we've always had and it'll be like blue striped. Yeah. You see the girls go and get changed and it's all their personalities aren't shining through the kits. And I've never seen a kit quite like your kit. It's the sort of kit that I would just wear out. <laughs> so would you mind just talking us through like the idea behind the kit the messaging what it is that I guess like inspired the design to end up the way it is so our original kit colors were our uh white orange and black and that is because our mascot is a swan we're based around the swans in Brockwell Park and we're like colloquially referred to as the swans so we chose the swan colors right at the beginning even when we had our old kit as those three colors a kit revamp was long overdue by the time it happened uh, our previous kits were very straightforward just white tops black shorts uh, orange socks and we needed something that was just had more personality and had more character to it and said a bit more about our club. We got in touch with Donatella Esposito, who is an amazing graphic designer who is from South London. Well, she's from Italy originally, but lives in South London now. Spoke to her a lot about our ethos as a club, what we wanted out of this kit. And ideally, what we wanted out of it was kind of everything we've spoken about so far, which is just fun and expression and playfulness, togetherness. Donatella made this absolutely gorgeous design that we have sort of on our kit of these people celebrating with all this kind of astroturf like flying up behind them and we've got that same kind of pattern on the sleeves of our kit and going down the side of the shorts. The whole thing was kind of inspired by 90s retro football kits so we've got like the collar on the kit 
which is making a big comeback in football kit at the moment. Like Arsenal women have just launched their kit for the next season and they've, they've got the little collars on their shirts now too. So they're following us, what can I say? <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's got this really cool, this whole 90s retro thing is, is so coming back in right now and it's, it celebrates the history, but it's also quite a futuristic kit. So it's, it really points to the future of grassroots football. It's just playful and it's fun. And we've got a new sponsor, which is amazing. So you'll see on the front, We've got Mama Foods, who are our sponsor, who are also a South London brand. It was really important to us to have like a South London brand. What more do you want than like a great energetic food, like porridge and oat milk sponsoring you? You know, it's like that suits us as a, as a club. Well, is there anything else that like you think that I haven't asked? It's been such a whirlwind with the club lately. Like to think I've only been involved in a year and a half and like so much has happened and changed. We've left leagues, we've joined new leagues. I think we're a club where movement is big for us like we are very particular about the groups that we get involved with we want to be involved in projects and tournaments that speak to us like we love playing a charity tournaments we love playing in tournaments that have like a focus on like grassroots and girls football and children's football and really trying to elevate that and yeah like I mentioned earlier we celebrated our fifth birthday party recently there are some pictures of that on our Instagram of us all holding up our scarves like that and that was a really fun time for some of the people who have been in our club since day one five years ago to get together with people who have been to like one or two practices or people like me who have been in for like a year and a half. I, I hope that when we celebrate our 10th birthday in five years from now, I'll, I'll still be there and we'll be continuing that, that celebration of our club. And yeah, I'm just really excited to see where we go, really. I think a lot of sport fall into the trap of, well, this is the way we've always done it. In today's society, that's just just doesn't really cut it, does it? Like you can't do things because that's the way you've always done them when the world is changing and what people want from from spaces is changing as well and rightly so I think it's really interesting you speak about kids football because the stats of people who aren't men dropping out of sport is such a high number I think a lot of it does come from how they feel in clubs whether that's body image self-esteem the more spaces that are more accepting of more people Mm -hmm. can only be a plus I mean yeah sometimes I get overwhelmed with kind of how much work there still is to do in a sense in terms of tackling that tackling that gender divide in sports I think a lot of great work's being done, like the Women's Euro is happening this summer. In fact, like the final is going to be at Wembley and it's already sold out. But then, you know, you turn on the news and you watch a roundup of football and they talk about five different men's leagues and don't mention the final of the Women's Champions League that happened on the weekend, but they're talking about the fourth tier of men's football. Or they'll spend 10 minutes talking about the Men's Champions League final and the Women's one happened literally the same weekend or the weekend before and it doesn't get a mention. They're really infuriating, but... We're definitely on the up. Like women's football is growing massively and the involvement of genderqueer and non-binary and women in football is skyrocketing. You've got to celebrate those wins. I feel incredibly like disheartened at times. And then I think, you know what? Unfortunately, the people in charge care mainly about making money. Fortunately, they'll have no choice but move with the times to continue making yeah. that money. If they genuinely care about their profits, things will start to go in that direction. You know, we're talking about over half of the population here it's not a small number so they'd be foolish even if they personally don't care about the causes which I'm not saying they do or don't worst case yeah. scenario, it will get better that's a really good point I mean like women's football really isn't going anywhere it's in the sense yeah. that it's only getting bigger like it's not a flash in the pan it's absolutely the people in charge do just need to start paying more attention to it because they'll they'll miss out if they don't thank you so much for seeing yeah. me. wish you the best of luck with everything although I don't think you, you guys really need it <laughs> <laughs> we'll always take the luck believe me there's, it's there's... so nice not having to say 
I hope you win that trophy. Do you know what I mean? It's just so nice being like, actually, I just hope you're yeah. you having like the best time ever. It just feels like yeah. a really nice club and I'm so glad that I'll get to write about it. And thank you so much for taking the time. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And I need to start listening to this podcast clearly because it sounds great. I don't want to... Diva. Thank you for listening to Pod Diva, queers for your ears, in association with Diva Magazine, the world's leading brand for LGBTQIA plus women and non-binary people. Please listen and subscribe on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Diva Magazine. You can email us at editorial at divamag.co.uk. Share the love by leaving us a review. Pod Diva, queers for your ears. Pod Diva. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.